Hey docs, welcome to the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host and founder, Dr. Sharon McLaughlin. We are the premium location where women physicians come and learn about building profitable businesses so that they can have the freedom to live their best life. We have a business program. We have this podcast. We have conferences and summits. We've published books together, and we've also done some fundraising. Join our supportive community of over 9,000 women physicians as we network and support each other. You can learn more at our website at fpestrong.com. If you like this podcast, could you do me a favor and give it a great review? Also, make sure to share it with another doc who can benefit from it. All right, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Today, we have Dr. Dawn Baker with us. As you know, she's a member of the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Group. She has been for many years. And I want to share to come on. We are going to be talking about her book, Lean Out. She also has a podcast. And I wanted her to come on and talk a little about the book, but then more importantly, um, like give you actually strategic tips, right? We're always talking about our thoughts and how our thoughts hold us back. So we're going to focus in on that. But this is mentioned in her book. And by all means, go out and get the book. It's called Lean Out. Dawn Baker, Dr. Dawn Baker, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. It's a pleasure to speak with you in person and not just on the Facebook computer screen. <laughs> I'm so happy that you did this book because, you know, we heard about Cheryl Sandberg talking about Lean In, right? And then the problem with that, or one of the problems potentially, is that I know myself as a woman physician. I go, and I do, and I do, and I do. And I've been doing this my whole life. Like, it's a, how I got through medical school, how I got through general surgery, residency, and plastics, and how I was able to have my practice for 14 years in private practice in plastic surgery. And it was always that go, go, go. And we were talking a little bit before you came on how important it is. Like I was pushing my lull. I have some journals on that. But it's so important to actually take a break because I, I don't think that we're able to be as creative. So let's talk a little about that. Let's talk about your book. I know it starts off with um, the hustle culture. So why was this so important to you to write this book? I have wanted to write a book for so long, and I've been writing a long standing blog and speaking on wellness topics, and I just did not know what to talk about in the book and have kind of like a cohesive message until I happened upon, and it's like, it's 10 years old, but I happened upon Sheryl Sandberg's TED Talk from her whole, the start of the whole lean in movement. And I was watching this mesmerized going, okay, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I do agree with this. I don't agree with that. And so I started looking at the book, which I had never really read actually, but I had seen so many people in the Facebook communities that we're both a part of mention this book. And so I started reading it and then collected more ideas there about like, this is not good, you know, or, you know, yes, I agree with her on this topic. And so I really wanted to write initially a refutation of the lean in hustle culture because a lot of us has got, have gotten caught up in this. And yes, like you said, we're all high achievers because we're in medical, you know, we're in the medical field. But a lot of us kind of go along and get caught on that treadmill of achievement, I like to call it, where you're not really thinking about it anymore. And your achievements are rewarded with more and more responsibility and more work. And it becomes something that is like hedonic adaptation with spending, where 
you buy something, it's nice and shiny new, and then it's not as nice any, as much, you know, after like a month or something, and then you need something more. And it's the same with achievement. And we get on this, we're mindless and we just keep churning and we don't pause, like you said, take a break, stop, think about ourselves, have time to ourselves or anything like that to actually consider if we want what we're doing. Well, and one of the things that comes to mind is that we can be taken advantage of when we're like this. And I honestly think that majority of women physicians are like this. It's how we got to where we are and how we stay where we are. So we have this uh, internal need to go, 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 and, and maybe to prove to others. And when others see that, I truly believe, like in the corporate world, that people take advantage of that. And it could look in, in different ways. Sometimes I think like, I myself have been given menial jobs that there's really no compensation for, but, oh, she's doing A, B, and C. Let her do D as well. And before I know it, like it is a real setup for burnout. Our internal why we need to do it is a setup for burnout. But then corporate pushing more stuff on us because we're natural high achievers, that combination together. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. And there are other people in this physician wellness space talking also about the need to form boundaries. But um, I think that from a standpoint of stepping back, even from the idea of forming boundaries is figuring out, am I doing more than I really want to be doing? What do I actually want? Because we have been in our training and doing the achievement for so long that a lot of us, and I see this with coaching clients, with friends, with um, people in the different Facebook groups that we're in, including your book or, or your group where they say, I don't actually know what I want, or I don't even really know what I like to do outside of work anymore. And so even stepping back from the formation of boundaries, your boundaries can be formed if you first internally think about what thought processes you're using that are making you stay in this position and then what values you have what things you actually like doing what lights you up outside of medicine what gives you flow how do you find flow all of those kind of things um is the first step to me talking a little about uh, thought processes and what holds us back let's cover that a little bit more Give us some ideas or tips out there for the women who are listening as far as what hold, like what can they do with their thoughts when they're being held back. And in all honesty, I don't even think they realize it, that their thoughts are holding them back. It just becomes the norm again is how we live our life. Yes. So, yes, all of us are living by different rules that are thoughts in our heads. Now, the rules are not necessarily true. So we have rules that we've formed about the way that our behavior should be. But also we are adopting rules from other people. So the first step that I talk about in my book and that I help with coaching clients is to try to figure out what rules they're living by that maybe aren't their own. The ones that, that come from either their culture, from their, their family upbringing, from the way that they were trained or from the institutions that they're working in or the institutions that they trained in. So identifying rules, getting on a pen and paper, thinking about what those rules are. An example might be like, um, for me to be a good doctor, I have to see X number of patients a day, or 
I need to be the first one in the office and the last one out of the clinic every day. Those kind of rules. If it's an attorney, in order to make partner, I must bill this many hours. And if I don't do that, I am not meeting the standard. And this is a gold standard. You know, those kind of rules are good to identify. Where are they coming from? What are the rules? Are the rules actually true? Are they actually something that I want to abide by? So there's that. And then there's identifying limiting beliefs and thought traps that you might be succumbing to. Something like all or nothing thinking. If I am not the golden child in my specialty, in my practice group, I have to leave medicine altogether. That's an all or nothing type of a, a thought trap. Um, something like that is very common among, among all of us. And also entrepreneurs. If this doesn't look perfect, if I'm not making six or seven figures in this time, then I need to just completely stop. And then just as an overall theme, the third thing that I would say is, again, taking time to learn about yourself. And this fits with everything. It fits with trying to figure out what you want. It fits with trying to learn about your nature and your personality more, going back to your roots, things that you've been ignoring for a long time because you've been doing everything for everybody else. And that really starts with spending time and really just sitting with yourself, which can be very uncomfortable for a lot of us. In your book, the last portion of it is all about, um, like you give some helpful hints or exercises, some strategies on basically that work-life balance that so many of us have a hard time with and some exercises, like we mentioned, to really do some self-coaching. Tell us a little about that portion. Yeah. So I've mentioned a couple of different exercises already, which is recognizing if you're on the treadmill of, of achievement. There's a quiz in there that doesn't necessarily have right answers, but it's more for you to reflect on, like, how many of these did I say yes to? And then the identifying the rules. There's a values exercise. So figuring out what your core values are. And it is a very simple and yet elusive exercise, something that a lot of people don't take the time to do. Um, and then there are also interviews with women physicians and other women professionals that provide inspiration for you to know that people have been here before you and the kind of things that they've done. And each chapter ends with both an exercise and an inspirational interview that is related to whatever the subject is in the particular chapter. Um, other things are. Uh, one thing that I really talk about a lot at the end of the book is practicing doing hard things. And that can look like a lot of different things for people. So it could be trying a new class in your free time, whatever kind of free time you have. But making time to learn something new can be a challenge. Making time to be by yourself and spend alone time, which can be really hard for people. Um, making decisions, practicing making decisions, those kind of things will inform doing the hard things of asking for a different schedule at work or whatever it is that your lean out journey is going to look like. It may look like going down in FTE or it may look like starting a side gig and then um, phasing down whatever you're doing right now, like your clinical practice or something like that. So doing some challenging exercises that are low stakes and that aren't actually related to those helps you to gain confidence so that you can do those things and ask for the 
you know, the change schedule or, you know, do some sort of negotiation. Those are all included in the book. It's such an excellent book. Thank you for coming on today. Tell me, how can people get a hold of you if they want to read the book? Uh, obviously, you guys go to Amazon. It's on. It's called Lean Out. Where else is it being sold other than Amazon? Yes. Okay. So there are a couple of different Lean Out books. Actually, it is a professional woman's guide for finding authentic work-life balance. So if you search Lean Out Dawn Baker, it's mainly through Amazon and Kindle Direct. And you can also find it on, if you forget the name of it, on my website. My website is called practicebalance.com and there is a link to buy the book there. And then there is also a link to my new podcast where I have expanded my interviews from the people that are in the book to other women physicians, uh, other types of professionals. I have a lot of physicians though because that's my main network who are doing something unusual in their fields and crafting their own sustainable work-life balance. So also look for that podcast. But it can all be found, including contacting me on my website, practicebalance.com. You do coaching. You have the book. The book coaching, what do you specialize in when you focus in on mostly? The area that I'm focusing now is really the area of book. It's mindful work-life balance solutions and career transitions for women. I get a lot of people that want to phase down their clinical work or phase up something else, or they're looking at a job change that will give them a better work-life balance. So on such a great book. And again, your website? Website is practicebalance.com. All right, guys, you know where to get a hold of Dr. Dawn Baker. Dawn, thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.